Louise McSharry on 2FM. Now it's time to talk about pop stars. Yes, that's right. We are going to talk about um, the recent documentaries that have come out. We obviously have talked about the Britney Spears documentary. We talked about the Billie Eilish documentary. And now Demi Lovato's documentary series, Dancing with the Devil, has landed on YouTube. Well, the first two episodes have anyway. And one thing is for sure, it really paints a picture of things being very difficult and pressurised for young women in the public eye. Uh, I am joined by music journalist Louise Bruton to talk about the documentaries and how we need to look at our treatment of female pop stars. Hello, Louise. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh, terrific. No complaints. None at all. <laughs> so uh, I saw you tweeting about this this morning and you were like, what a cheery conversation to have. And it's not really cheery, is it? No, it's pretty grim. And I think the main thing to take away from all all three documentaries you mentioned is just don't become famous. <laughs> like that yeah. is that is the end line in every single one, because the negatives just outweigh the positives in every which way. And it's it's destroying these women's lives. But yet the demand for them to continue being on stage just keeps growing. And there's there's no balance for any of them. And that's what they repeatedly keep telling us. But we have no way to actually to stop it. So I, I, it's a very it's a confusing life choice for them all to make. But the, the thing is, that they don't really have a choice in it at all. Well, and I suppose the thing is, you know, people, young women and, and you know, not young women still look at these careers as being glamorous and, you know, success at the highest level. Um, but I suppose what we're learning is that it can be pretty bleak behind the scenes. Um, so let's talk about Demi Lovato's documentary series, which, as I said, the first two episodes landed on YouTube this week. And this has been a bit of a shocker for people, I think, you know, the reveal that she was actually in a heroin addict um i think came as a lot of a big shock oh my god sorry i cannot get my words out it was a shock to hear yeah and this unfortunately isn't the first documentary that demi lovato has um discussing her addictions and her battles with eating disorders as well mm-hmm. so she released um her first um her first documentary came out when she was 20 years old in 2012 and it was called stay strong And this went back to when she was a proper Disney star, when she was a teenager, looking back on those years. And she had a very public bust up when she hit a dancer on the Jonas Brothers tour where she was the support act. And it was there that she admitted to being addicted to cocaine and being very good at smuggling cocaine onto airplanes. Mm -hmm. So this was someone who was in their teen years and was protected by the Disney force, but was still able to lie to her parents um, to her management team and I think it was actually one of it was the Jonas Brothers father who actually called her out saying that she had a problem so it was someone else's dad mm-hmm. who saw that something else was going on instead of the people who were basically managing her and employing her mm-hmm. and then her second documentary came out when she was 25 and that was that's called Simply Complicated and both of these are available on YouTube by the way they're they're all YouTube originals And in her second documentary, she says that she was actually on cocaine for most of the previous documentary. And then this time around in in her attempt to get better, she is focusing on extreme physical health and she's really into jujitsu. And it's very um, it's a very body positive documentary. But now in this documentary, she looks back on that time and she says she doesn't recognize this woman who's wearing leotards on stage and who's singing songs like Confident. Um, she actually says she finds it quite difficult to listen to those songs from that time because she doesn't believe anything that she's singing. So then in this documentary, it's just so shocking that it got to the point of she overdosed and mm-hmm. she almost died. She had three strokes and a heart attack. And if her assistant didn't phone for an ambulance at the time that she did, she would have been dead within minutes. 
So this is the this is the extreme journey that Demi Lovato has gone on, mm-hmm. and her entire team, including her family and her two sisters, they're all discussing the ways in which she was able to continue lying to them. And like she lied to absolutely everybody. Mm-hmm. And the only person who knew she was using heroin was her now former um, sober buddy. Mm-hmm. And but she, they, they say, they, they all say separately that she is so good at lying, mm-hmm. but yet she is constantly watched. So there is this sort of kind of kind of bubbling pot kind of scenario going on with her, where she grew up. She grew up as a famous child, yeah, like Britney yeah. Spears, and like right now Billie Eilish is going through, where there is so much control that they they then in turn seem to lose control as a as a response mm-hmm. and they're just um I think the best person who goes through all this is um Billie Eilish's mother mm-hmm. she is she's almost speaking like she's one of us like she she has watched celebrities and now she is just coincidentally in the celebrity world and she's the one who's trying to figure out like how do you stop someone like like Billie all the people who've been in her shows shoes before they've all lost control. So how do we now try and stop that? Mm. And it just doesn't seem to be, there doesn't seem to be a direct answer because all the attempts to enforce control sends people spiraling. And then when, say like when Britney Spears, when she decided that she was an adult and that she didn't need anybody um, kind of telling her what to do, that's when all of her kind of freedoms were taken away from her legally and financially. Yeah. So it's just so complicated. And there there is no classic example of, of the right way of doing it because I just don't think that there is maybe the right way of being a famous child and then graduating into being a famous adult because it comes with so many there's just so many kind of um kind of critical things that happen to these people and they they don't have any personal choice in what actually happens to them next well what's interesting is like Demi and Brittany even though they're there is a significant difference in age of about, I don't know, almost 10 years, I'd say. They both were in the public eye at a time when the kind of paparazzi and the tabloids were at a fever pitch. Um, you know, it was a very intense time, as we saw, you know, very clearly outlined in the Britney Spears documentary. Um, whereas I think now we kind of think that things are better. Um, what did you think watching the Billie Eilish documentary? Do you think that things are better for her than they would have been for Demi and Britney? Well, it is, it is interesting looking at the three of them because Britney began kind of 99. So we were looking, her, looking at her kind of the, the break of the millennium. And then we have Demi, who would have been extremely famous around from 2005 onwards. And now we have Billy, who is she's the poster child for the generation right now. And it doesn't seem to be easier because they know absolutely everything that has happened to artists before them. Mm. So they know they know what they're stepping into herself and her family. So like if people don't know her, her she's 18 years old, Billie Eilish, and her her parents are very much, they're always in, in shot when, during her documentary. And then her older brother is also in her band and he's her co-songwriter and co-producer. So it's a very tight family unit. And because she's now 18, they're kind of at that tricky point where in the documentary, she gets her driver's license and her father... He says quite profoundly, he's like, you know, when when anybody gets their their driver's license, they see their future. You know, anything is possible. But it's bizarre because he's saying saying that in looking back on his teen years, but his teenager is not an ordinary girl. Mm -hmm. She is extremely famous and she has so many people looking up to her. And they go through the pressures of what it's like to be watched so much where where Billie Eilish was doing like a meet and greet after one of her concerts. And she's kind of storms off in the way that a teenager does being like, I just don't want to do this. I don't want to meet another randomer. I don't want to meet another stranger. 
And then everybody's saying, but this guy's an important music industry head. You have to meet him. You have to meet him. And then the next day, Billie Eilish is giving out in the car. She's close to tears. She's like, I just don't want to meet strangers because when I continue to meet strangers, then they all tell me that I'm rude and I can't have a single moment to myself. And yeah, then... it's it's that I, I found that scene so interesting because her whole thing was meeting fans, you know, she mm. loves, but then she was being wheeled out mostly for these like middle aged men who are in management positions in radio stations and, you know, important people in the industry. And she's expected to perform for them. And then she says, if I if I meet these people and I'm not in a great mood, then all of a sudden everyone on the Internet is talking about how I'm a, you know, a wagon. And um, she doesn't say wagon. Um, and, you know, I thought that was really like why? Like that's the that's almost the crux of it. Like, you know, you're wheeling out a teenage girl to impress middle aged men like that is still the story yeah and her mother said she's like we failed you yesterday and her mother says that loud enough for her entire management management team to to hear they're on the tour bus and nobody else steps in to kind of apologize and say to Billy do you know what we shouldn't have done that mm. um because as well as Billy just being super famous and a teenager she's also going through a lot of like physical pain like her in, in the documentary you see a lot of the time that she's been piggybacked on and off stage because she has huge problems with her ankles uh, she's got shin splints in her legs and she has a problem with her hip with the hip muscle so she even though she's not a dancer in the way that we would expect pop stars to usually be because she jumps around and bounces around so much on stage she is breaking her body mm. but that just doesn't seem to be it doesn't seem to be putting a stop to what it is that she's doing so there is this thing with female pop stars a huge amount of the time and male pop stars do not have this where they constantly have to outdo themselves be it physically kind of visually like it's always they always have to change their looks like in the same way that Madonna was always reinventing herself, you always have to be defined by your your current era. But when you constantly have to define yourself by how you are, you you probably have no idea how you, you how you're actually doing. Mm. So that's that's what I feel with the Demi Lovato thing is she is constantly being defined by I'm better now. Yeah. And then yeah. unfortunately she relapses, which is the truth in addiction. Relapsing yeah. does happen, and I think that that's probably an important lesson to kind of learn. But when she keeps doing these documentaries that kind of are linked up with a new album, maybe you're thinking, God, she should probably take a break. She should take a prop, take a proper break yeah. because the pressure to keep working and then the pressure of having this constant audience just means she doesn't have the headspace. None of them have the headspace yeah. to actually recover. And that's the scary thing. Well, you know, we started by saying you said that you didn't think anyone should be a pop star. And I have to say, I think that's where we have to conclude because it's not a pretty picture. Uh, Louise Bruton, thank you so much for being with me today. I'm sure we will talk soon. Have a great one. Louise McSherry on 2FM.